0: This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 and ESPN 690.com. Yeah, I'm so excited for DJ. Um, he's got he's put the work in these last couple years, and the results are showing. Uh, you know, we want him to be the guy that if he's one on one, we like that matchup every time. Uh, and we're going to put a lot of faith in him, a lot of trust in him, and uh, I'm so excited to uh, you know keep working with him, keep getting better with him, uh, as long as as well as the other guys in the room.
1: That's Gardner Mitchew. By the way, uh, you can question whether DJ Charkson a number one wide receiver or not or what you think. He's their number one wide receiver, and I think Gardner Mitchew just showcased that. Yep. Hey, uh, a little marketing 101. Uh, if there's a big soccer match going on somewhere in the world, yep. if you put it on our show and you tweet it out, yep. it does pretty well. It does pretty well. Uh, I, I ESPN six nine oh, 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 Fulham. I wasn't even thinking coverage, of it like this, football. but I was watching and Fulham takes the lead one nil in in uh, extra time. Nice, <laughs> nice nicely stated. <laughs> Not overtime, no, uh, but extra time. And I was I got excited. Sure. It was a great goal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe Bryant, great yeah. goal. And so I just updated while we're in commercial. Mm-hmm. I figured, hey, we were just talking about it. Yep. And so I updated one nothing yep. one nil, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we get like we had a bunch of people on. They must have been searching for him. There's some right now, Brent. And and, your, your time to sign right now. Uh, yeah, and yep. not only that, I get this is a great uh, Twitter handle by the way. One nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred just responds a live video of a guy texting, riveting.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> nice Twitter handle. We're in a commercial.
1: Uh, yeah. Stevie says. Uh, Extra time, not yep. overtime. Yep. Correction Extra on, on that corrections one. TV. Stevie. Uh, we actually had that, you know, that, which was classic because somebody gave Stuart a hard time when he said uh, tie instead of a draw. Ah. And so there was. Uh, well, and
2: then Stuart of all people, too. Oh, to, Stuart, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Stuart yeah. who
1: knows soccer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's our soccer aficionado. Sure, sure. Right? And. He got all over Stewart for it, and so like it was it was hilarious on Twitter. And then that night, yep. uh on TV, I put. Uh, they ended up getting a draw, sometimes called a tie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, vi- vi- viewership is still climbing as we speak. Listen, this is this is the WrestleMania effect. Okay. A little bit. We, we we canceled WrestleMania at at uh at Sawgrass, and I had to come on and spit my piece for about an hour. If you got anything else to say about Fulham, now's the time. Well, listen, this is what we we're just talking about. If yeah. there's two hundred million dollars on a match, and that's what it.
1: it means, and all this is at stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk football, American football. A lot. Yeah. We talk a lot of other sports. We don't talk a lot of football yeah. and soccer. But I think it's interesting. Like, I'm into it. No, absolutely. There's a lot on the line right now. for you better Poland. believe Again, it. Again, we have a connection because ShotKhan and, and here in Jacksonville and Tony Khan, uh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But
2: I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a phenomenal goal, too. Yeah. Well, and listen, to me, if they pull this off, they go to the Premier League, I mean, it's a testament to really to Tony Khan, right? Because we we talk about a guy right now who's obviously he's very much in the analytics side of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, what's his official title with with the Jaguars? Do we have one or like, I I don't know. President of analytics. It's an analytics position. Yeah. yeah. Maybe say president of analytics. Keep in mind, is also now running AEW here in Jacksonville um, and, you know, trying to go toe to toe, if you will, with a WWE. So now he's in the world of wrestling as well, doing very well with that. Oh, and by the way, he's also the GM of a soccer club or of a football club for all the neighbors, uh, you know, across the pond. So this guy's got a lot in his plate right now. But like, if he's able to pull this off, Brent, I mean, good on him.
1: You know. Well, not only that, they've been lambasted at times, much like they have for their football team here in sure. Jacksonville mm-hmm. for the product. Yeah. And so I think, again, I'm not all over the. Uh, with full disclosure, all over the the Fulham mm-hmm. um, temperature. But we've been over there a couple matches, and also if you kind of pay attention to the back and forth, uh, because they've been relegated mm-hmm. a couple of times. So they have come under fire, and the criticism has been real at times. There's been back and forth, so I've seen on social media. And so they get back up to the Premier League, potentially they've still got to finish this thing off, is a big deal. Now, that still doesn't put you amongst the world's best, yeah. just being in well you are amongst the world's best but now can you take it to the next level that's something since ShotCon bought the team hasn't been able to do mm-hmm. Uh they've had a little bit of a taste of being in the Premier League relegated back to the Premier League relegated maybe back to the Premier League I mean in many respects it's like well listen the Jags uh, ShotCon has owned them since 2012 and you get the one taste in 17 but you couldn't carry it you couldn't keep it you couldn't gain momentum off it yeah. and I think the fulham fans have felt the same way uh in in that respect is like can you can you take us to the next level now um so they've to, to your point about tony khan i mean they've come with it's come with criticism no absolutely And so this is a nice bounce back to the team that he's put together, and now here they are on the doorstep of the English Premier League, I'm, and that is six minutes of soccer talk on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.
2: <laughs> I'm going to black out. But listen, but with all due respect, though, props to Tony Khan, man. If he pulls us off, like, listen, I can barely run my fantasy football roster without stressing out, all right? Like, sometimes I think I need some Adderall prescribed to me just to run my fantasy football roster. The fact right now Tony Khan has his hands on the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously running all-8 wrestling and doing successful at Fulham, props to him for that. Yeah, I think it's cool. Listen, why not root for him? Uh that's uh, everybody has their
1: allegiances, so I think uh and that's the case over here in the states too yeah. where people who like soccer to that level have their allegiances, uh you know, whether it's Manchester United or Chelsea or name your team, but I think it's Liverpool, cool if you're a yep, casual uh, Liverpool fan. Yeah. I think it's if you're a casual fan, kind of like I would be yeah. considered I'm rooting for Fulham. Here. Yep. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been a couple of times to Craven Cottage, and I love exactly. it. exactly. It's pretty cool. Uh, atmosphere. So uh, we talked about that, by the way, a couple of weeks ago on the show. We did. So we've had we're, some we're, Fulham talk. We're, where were you guys then? Where were? Yeah. Where's everybody else then? <laughs> That's right. All right well, you only want to come we're, around when it's hot. Yeah, welcome to only come on, on ESPN six here yeah. in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, prior to the the break, we were talking about we raised the question: Minshew would he have rate? Would he have? Image likeness wise that yeah. they're talking about in college sports, would he have made more money than a guy like Joe Burrow who won the national title had an historic season? I checked with my man Martin Buckley from Palm Beach He does yep. this kind of for a living, you know. For sure, and he said Burrow, no doubt. So he yeah. agreed with you. I um, see you, Martin. And, and by the way, like I wasn't, I mean, I'm not surprised by mm-hmm. that answer. I'm just curious mm-hmm. uh, of opinions. So then I turned the tables on him a little bit, <laughs> and I said, "All right." I get it. The quarterback spot, historic season, Heisman Trophy, all that stuff. LSU is LSU. Yeah. Washington State's wherever Washington State is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what about Derek Henry? Mm-hmm. You kind of got a guy that's a, you know, had a monster year at Alabama, wins the Heisman, but he's not making headlines every Saturday. You know, it's he, not like Joe Burrow. Yeah. And then you have this personality. With some success mm-hmm. for Gardner Minshew. See, well, I would think the answer there would be
2: Minshew. Minshew over Derrick Henry. Yeah, I disagree, bro. You did. Well, well he did oh, well, too. Yeah, but, but he but did it, say, "Hmm." Because yeah, it made okay. him think. But but it's Alabama, man. Okay, it's yeah, it's it's, it's the brand of that Alabama football it's a good team. Point. You know, and that yeah, goes a long way.
1: But doesn't Minshew tra- like even in college? Would he again? We're asking this question two years later, but wouldn't he have transcended from an image, likeness, cool-natured standpoint? Wouldn't he have transcended the whole Alabama versus Washington State program? I mean, look—he's got the mustache with Leach right near him.
2: He's also See, got a personable no, coach. No, he definitely does. But the problem was that it's the West Coast, man. It's mm-hmm. Pac-12 after dark, and I just don't think that West Coast bias would have got people on that radar. You know, now maybe if you would have played at a, you know, an SEC school, then definitely. But I just think Minshew being over there in Pullum, right? I believe it's called. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Pullum. Yeah. Um, just. Unfortunately, Is he didn't poem? get the yeah. I think it's poem. poem. Yeah, he just didn't get like the we're talking Fulham the and pull hype them. exactly. Oh, I come back. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm basically talking about two things I have listen, no idea about. Listen, yeah. and Fulham. Well, and hey, and, and, and the next uh, and the next game. Be sure to obviously tweet out the winner of it the, the next stop uh, Oh no, that's po- football game. But here's, Marketing the here's the thing. When the numbers go up. We get our English accents out. So that way we saw the shit. It. I can't do so it, So we though. saw this shit.
1: <laughs> I thought about coming yeah. back
2: with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do it. Oh, yeah. I just can't pull it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, pull them. I can't do it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to Iris all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. in be an I'm oh, hey, Take us around bomb. the world. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't do it. Uh, oh, are you when, what was that?
3: To your talk about Minshew and, and his likeness, do you think, though, now, obviously, that money will be at play? They might lean into that a little bit more. We're like Minshew. He had it. But like it wasn't like, oh, we got to expose this and keep pumping it out there to make money. It's
1: a good point. What's interesting is there. That's a great question. But I read it in a different way. When the image and likeness takes place, yeah. see what happens. What you've seen in the Heisman, take the image and likeness out of it for a moment. When you have a Heisman Trophy candidate, you have a, a almost like a campaign sometimes by the university. They'll say Joe Burrow or Justin Fields or or Derrick Henry. You know, Alabama really doesn't do it, but we've seen it. They really try to prop their guy up mm-hmm. and say, Hey, we we want to be part of the conversation here. This guy's great. No Miss, I think San Diego State did it with a running back. Uh, remember, he led the country. In rushing, and oh, I think they tried yeah. to push him out there a little bit. Again, he, in fairness, <laughs> he wasn't getting a lot
2: of love. Guy that went to
1: Seattle, was it? No, what, what the heck's his name? Okay, it was just well, like two years ago. But right. you get my point. They, they'll push him. They'll promote him. For they'll certain. campaign it. Yeah. If now you make money off some of those things, is the university going to push? I would say probably not.
3: Or yeah, or would they push but not with? That specific, like, it, like with Minshew, right? If it's a mustache, they're not posting, you know, a mustache photo. They're just saying, "Hey, Gardner Minshew should be in the conversation." That's what
1: I mean. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good question. I don't know how they'll treat it because, mm-hmm. listen, it's still self-serving for the university. It helps the athlete out, sure, mm-hmm. but it's self-serving because you're getting attention for your university, your football program. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea of it, anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing that. That'll be interesting study to see how they do that. Take a guy like Minshew. And it will be – take a guy like Johnny Manziel. How will that university push that player when there is money to be made for that player? That's not directly coming into the school. But let's be
2: honest, though. In terms of now the way to push a player, you have social media, man. Social media is always going to be the king of pushing a player or not. Like back – you know, and I'm, I'm reminded of like a guy by the name of like Monte Ball for the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, like the, the, I the, yeah, you remember him? So, yeah. And by the way, I I wanted to create a T-shirt for him that said "Ball so hard" because back then it was Jay Z, Kanye West, that song "Ball so hard." I mean, it just writes itself. You're just printing dollar bills, but it is what it is. But like nowadays, you know, in terms of the campaign, like I understand some money goes towards that, some energy goes towards getting that Heisman campaign going. But at the end of the day, man, you can just go on Twitter and see the highlights of, of a game, and you're gonna know if that like, guy's special or not. And then maybe he does like a, a cool dance, like Baker Mayfield did around his teammates, and that's even something. Or maybe you go on the field if you're Baker Mayfield, you grab your crotch in Kansas, and, and it was like a big deal about that as well. Like to me, the ability to market yourself, to promote yourself, it comes off this tool right here. I'm pulling my cell phone if you're not watching on online. Um, so. To me, in terms of endorsing yourself, it's all about the technology, man. man. Fulham just went up 2 0. Should I tweet that out again? Get it, get it, man. Brent, let's go. Double down. Let's go. I just double went down. Up double down. So they are Right on their as way rain. Now. Looking right as rain. And Fulham <laughs> double down on that. Yeah. Got it. I found it. Here we go. Another bloody score. Nice. There we go. Yeah. So is it a score a goal? Goal. goal. Oh, yeah. Right, right as rain. Brent, right as rain. <laughs> <laughs> one more
1: thing I am i don't know why I'm so stuck on this
2: not the and stuff
1: but the uh, the likeness and image like Minshew I think is a great character in this Johnny Manziel would have been a great character in this we always bring up Tebow's name but yeah. I think Minshew's a better character here because he's on the west coast he's not big power five school he wasn't winning the Heisman Trophy mm-hmm. but we know he's got this this sellable image mm-hmm. which is perfect for this conversation so let me take it one more way by the way, I think, I think Minshew would find a way, if, again, if you wanted to, I think Minshew would outdo Henry in that situation. Now, <sighs> Martin from Pompey Charter said disagree. he doesn't think so, yeah, and no, he knows I, it way better than me. Yeah. And you disagree, I disagree, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think Minshew would, out, it depends how creative they want to be and how much they want to push it.
2: Let me ask you this question. AJ McCarron, Gardner Minshew. Well,
1: AJ McCarron, this, you're asking before, Brent
2: Musburger fell in <laughs> love with his girlfriend. <laughs> okay, so sports. that being said, A.J. McCarron, his not wife, or Gardner Minshew, who's making the most money? No, you know, so I'm saying A.J. McCarron, his culmination of his college career versus Gardner was making more money.
1: Again, I I do think the Musburger and, and McCarron Catherine and... Catherine Webb, wasn't it? Catherine Webb, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Was she Miss America?
2: Or I think just Miss Alabama. Or was it Miss Alabama. Yeah, I mean it's not like I ever googled her or anything like that. Just to see, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, hey, I mean if Musburger's talking about it, I gotta at least take a look, see here, and see who we're dealing with. Yeah, I think she's Miss Alabama. So I think that would have raised the stakes. You so think I think so? McCarran, uh,
1: But keep in mind, never won a, the Heisman. He never won the Heisman. No, no. but it's quarterback position. Yeah. Alabama, okay. I don't know. I, I guess with the whole, you know what? Oh, the web thing took off, man. That thing took off. <laughs> yeah. I would say prior to that, no. Okay. I would say Minshew all day. Yeah. I think. Even though it was the quarterback at Alabama.
2: Sure. I really believe that. So you think after that, I was thinking like there's a national championship game when Musburger was Then it would have a new level. Gotcha. Okay. I believe. Again, okay. I, I think I'm not mad at that. Some of this, by the
1: way, is if they want it to, if they're willing to push it, promote it. Mm-hmm. Like, if... If uh, Gardner gets his dad and and mom to help kind of become this corporation and work, you know, he's not going to do it all by himself. Mm -hmm. But I think if they want to promote it and push it in T-shirts and all this other stuff, they really have the ability to do so. Just matter how much you want to take advantage of it. All right. One more thing. You said the last five Heisman Trophy winners before break. Yes. Who would have made the most like and image?
3: Well, and I was even thinking, would they have made the most that year out of everyone else in the oh, in the? Well, that's going to be tough to figure, just Because
1: yeah. I can't remember who was playing. But give you us, us the, a lot of us. Koos. Give us the five last five guys who would have made the most. Let's just simplify it like that. So yeah, last year was
3: Joe Burrow. Okay. Yep. The year before that, Kyle 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 Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray yep. uh, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry.
2: Ooh, baby, that's a tough one. Oh, no, bro, that's so easy. It's, nah, it's you, Baker I, don't, Mayfield. I don't agree it's with bro. you. In the, in the Barstool sports era, you don't mean to tell me Baker Mayfield doing the nay-nay that, before the game, grabbing his crotch in the middle of the field, putting up middle fingers, is the guy that's going to be the top seller? Come but on now.
3: doesn't that then help Gardner Minchus' argument to potentially be making more than some off name and likeness?
2: One's done in Oklahoma. One guy went to the okay. college football playoff. One guy didn't. I think he went to the college football. Yeah, he did. Definitely. Well, I'm leaning toward Joe Burrow here
1: because of the monstrosity of a season he had. Mm. And the the, the And that, I mean LSU he was
2: a big following. And man. he's yeah. the all
1: American kid. I mean, look, he looks
2: smoking cigars. Pretty yeah. boy, yeah.
1: kinda all American yeah. look. Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh from nineteen fifties, whatever. <laughs> For sure. Uh and I actually am slightly considering in this instance, Kyler Murray. Really? Because of the baseball football thing. Could he become the Bo Jackson likeness image guy Not mad at for that. college football? I mean, gosh, can you go back to Bo Jackson, by the way? How much would he made in college? Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, put a cap and
2: he surpasses that. So again, man, I think it's closer than, than maybe you think it is. I'm just saying, man, flawed anti heroes. People love those, and Baker Mayfield was the flawed anti You Remember when he ran from the cops, got yeah, tackled? Yeah, I, I like, get it. That was everywhere. I get it. Yeah, it's he, but you know what? Here's fascinating. Here, here is the creme de la creme of questions that Koo's brought up in terms of who's going to generate the most revenue. And I'm going with two guys on opposite sides of the spectrum. But to me, two guys that would probably generate the most money of all time. Who would make more? Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel.
1: I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Johnny Manziel ever got to Tebow's level.
2: Interesting. Okay. I don't. Okay. Uh,
1: I might be wrong, and somebody refresh me and remind me Whoa. if I'm wrong. And I know nobody likes to answer anything in a positive way. Sometimes around here about Tebow, sure. <laughs> just, but I just. Think, I think Tebow. Oh man. Okay. From the stories I've heard from Tebow and the popularity stories, and you kind of saw it first. Uh, of course, no. You know.
2: I'm very right there. familiar with it. And I understand
1: Manziel was a crazy... It was wild. It was a wild ride. I get it. I just don't know if it was on Tebow. I don't even think it was close to T. Tebow See,
2: level. all I'm going to say, though, remember when Johnny Football came into the league, his rookie year for the Cleveland Browns, the Browns had how many primetime games that year? I think it was like four or five. He wasn't even a slated starter yet. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and there was a demand for the Cleveland Browns. That's a good point. Not sure if Tendu
1: can it, say the same thing. Listen, it might be closer than I'm willing to say. Sure. I just think you're bringing a lot of different Walks a. a just no, I mean, a, it's. Yeah, I guess, listen, yeah, I yeah. can tell you this. Moms and, and dads, and especially moms and, and grandmoms, are not buying Johnny Menzel stuff. Yeah. They're all buying Tebow
2: stuff. But every college kid, every kid that's been to a bar, that's been to a party, is going to buy Johnny Manziel stuff. So. Are you ready for the Fulham bump? Because us it. Fulham are, are just are won. Retweeting, okay. Fulham uh, is. Makes it to the Premier League, right? Brilliant. Brilliant. Welcome back to ESPN Hold 6. Hold i no, got to oh, hit go. Sorry. Tell me when you do it so I can get my accent ready. Give him uh, a the countdown. It's the Gertzenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong one. <laughs> no, wait, uh, it's
3: Mickey Mouse. Hold on. Okay. i, I got to go back to my... Uh, it was a 2-1. to
1: one. They uh, Brentford scored late. Okay. 2-1 to one victory. They call them victories? I
2: already got uh, In the, extra time? Extra time. Yep.
1: Yeah, Fuller makes the APL with two-one and victory in and extra time. Put put and end it with promotion earned. Brilliant,
2: brilliant, brilliant. You want to say brilliant. I feel like brilliant's a it's a good English term they use. Brilliant. brilliant says Austin. <laughs> this is this an is good radio and absolutely brilliant. All right, let's okay. see let's see where it goes to.
1: It'll Bump the heck out. <laughs> <of it.
2: laughs> uh, Wait, hey. You want a commercial? Do you still on?
1: No, no, we're going we're gonna stay here. Okay. All right, hey. Uh, Interesting look at Gardner Minshew in uh, the Athletic recently. Yeah, and deep dive in some of the numbers. Did you read the article? I did. Yeah, and yep. it's like they put all these graphs. I mean, listen, it's intense.
2: Like the numbers are intense. Someone did do their
1: homework. Let's they, just say. yeah, they really did. Yeah, uh, and and they really just it uh, kind of ranked them among all these different uh, metrics. It, it's a it's a con- I think it's confusing. I I still wonder how many people inside the building, inside football in the National Football League, like really look at it that closely. Has it become like baseball and analytics where you're basically going off a chart? Are they looking at this similar chart? Mm -hmm. Uh, Fascinating numbers Mm -hmm. to the point when you read it where you're like, okay, he had as good as a season as I thought he did as a rookie or as – Maybe he didn't have as good a season as I thought as a rookie. It's a good call. Man. It goes back to a little bit what we were talking about, essentially, without reading you every number as you yeah. listen, and I understand it. I can't assume you read the article, but it's a bit like the conversation we had last week with quarterback rating and QBR. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at quarterback rating, Mitchell was like, I think 14th, we said. Yeah. If you look at QBR, he was like 26th. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. this article referenced QBR. Yep. So, but that's the point. It's like, okay, we think Minshew did pretty well. Sure. Rank him against other first-year quarterbacks last year. He did r- pretty well. He did really well. If you look at where he was drafted. Yeah. So when you read that article and all the metrics, and I invite you to go look at it on the Athletic. Do you think he had as good a season as you thought, or not so much?
2: So here's where I stand on it. Um, I thought that those numbers sounded just about right. Okay. Well, when I read that article, I was like, but of course, like. To me, listen, to to me, the the rookie campaign for Gardner Minshew, it goes down like this. I was more blown away with the great plays that he made – I was more flabbergasted with the things like in Denver when he broke like three tackles. And then I think he found Rock Armstead in the end zone for that touchdown to yeah. win the game. I was more blown away than that, Than I was more disappointed in some of his rookie mistakes, which you knew were going to happen, right? Where, yeah, there's an interception maybe here or there. Yes, there are a couple of fumbles here where he maybe held the ball too long. But to me, the greatness and the optimism outweighed, the, I guess, those rookie blues, let's just say. So when I read those numbers, those numbers added up to me just because I'm like, yeah, because I remember watching every single game of the Jaguars last season, and I remember watching just how impressed I was with Gardner Minshew.
1: Well, depending on how you answer this is how you're – you probably think mm-hmm. – do we get the Fulham bump? Congrats to Fulham going to the English Premier League, by the way.
2: Brilliant. Brilliant performance, Brent. Brilliant performance. It was
1: brilliant, actually, in the yeah. goal. If you watched uh, the Joe Bryan goal, was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, tremendous. So, uh, really good stuff. And congrats to uh, the Cons and and Tony Khan and and uh, Fulham for going to the English Premier League. A huge money maker. Yep, a huge money. Again, I'll say what I've been saying for 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 the last hour. Yeah, give me a, a match with two hundred million on the line. Yeah. and I'll watch Coos
2: play cornhole. <laughs> you better believe it, man. I'm so ready. Talks a big game, Brett. He <laughs> talks a big game. Can you back it up? Though so we'll find out. Is cornhole a thing across the pond, or did
1: they think I just swore? Ooh, good call. We
3: do, uh, with the Driving Dish podcast, do have some listeners over there, and when I talked about cornhole, they thought I was bag saying toss. something different. I was thinking bag that. Toss, I was just thought huh? of
2: that as I said it. It's probably bag toss over there, huh? It might be. Or probably maybe bag they toss. don't do it. I mean, I'm sure. I everyone does it. it. Yeah, I'm sure it's bag Everybody toss. Does. <laughs> everyone does that game.
1: Come on, now. So seriously, I uh, yeah. uh, how you feel about the what? That question I asked you is probably yep. how you feel about him going forward. Correct. So, like, if you think the numbers were an indicator that he did have a good year, mm-hmm. okay, I think he's gonna, now got a chance to take a step. If you think the numbers were a little flawed and, and it was somewhat fraudulent that he had as good a year as the numbers might say, mm-hmm. then you're like, I'm not as high on him. But isn't that what the national guys are essentially saying? There's hidden numbers in here that you guys aren't looking at,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's not – it wasn't as good as you, you think he is.
2: Well, and listen, and this – listen, I understand analytics are huge, and I think analytics can be very beneficial to building a successful football team. I think – I read an article in Sports Illustrated. I'm pretty sure, like, the Ravens have, like, the most guys in terms of the analytics department of any NFL team. They have, like, 20 guys mm. that are, like, reliable for analytics stuff. I think the Jaguars have, like, two or three. 20 guys, Brent. 20 guys. 20 it's the analytics. Like you're you're writing paychecks for twenty guys with analytics. I saw that too, and I
1: think it was like the Titans. They either had nothing available or they wouldn't yeah, give the information because yeah. they had nobody. So yeah. I think I remember
2: that. So, but so with that being said, yeah, you have to be careful with analytics sometimes because you can obviously shape the scenario. You you can shape your point to what you want to say, right? Yes. Because the, the, there's there the, there's numbers and everything that can that's help prove a point. Yeah, or also you can you can help you know counter that point. I mean that's what numbers do, like you just said. But once again. I just go off my eyes, man. Okay, like, I, I go off my eyes first, and then I see the numbers, and I'm like, yep, that looks about right. And then I go on from there. And if I do that, once again, optimism this year for Gardner
1: Well, here's the thing. He, he, the offense is, he's going to get the ball out of his hands quickly here. Mm-hmm. What I wonder, does that mitigate all the downfield stuff? Because down the field, he was excellent. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was second to Mahomes in some categories. Like, I just don't know how. I, now, in fairness, I said this about quarterbacks in the past. But I don't understand how you can not have some hope in Minshew when I can give you a metric and a number as big as down the field passing, 20-plus yards, that's second to the MVP of the league and maybe the brightest star in the league Mm -hmm. in Patrick Mahomes. like That has to carry some weight. You have deficiencies in other areas, but how does that not give you confidence in Gardner Minshew when you see a stat like that?
2: You know it, it does, but at the same time, you can say, well, how many times was he behind in those games? You know, how, how many times did he have to air the ball? I mean, I, I'm just saying, I'm fine trying to play the devil's advocate right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean,
1: well, I'm Well, that's sure- what they did with Bortles, and they were right. But Bortles, they'd say, well, those are garbage yards. When he threw for 4,000 and, hey. and 35, 000, they were garbage, garbage, yeah. garbage. And you know what? They ended up being kind of right, proven, well, they ended up proving sure. right. Sure. And sure. I did say, I was like, I don't think you throw 35 touchdowns by mistake in the NFL. Yeah. Like, honestly, I said that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's a mistake. You can't. Just do that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And people are like, well, it's garbage, garbage. garbage." Well, I guess you were right in the long run. So sure. I, I just feel like there's some of these stats that line up with, with Mitchu.
2: Like, hey, well, you don't do that by accident. Well, let me ask you this then, Brent. Not in the NFL. We're on the topic of stats right now. Right? And let's say – let's go ahead and let's play a little role play here. Let's be Dave Caldwell right now. Okay? If you're Dave Caldwell coming off this 2020 campaign – and your task to figure out is Gardner Minshew the guy going forward? Obviously, wins or losses that that's the biggest stat. But what's the next stat on Gardner Minshew? What's the next analytic that you're going to look at and see he is our guy or he's not our guy? What's the next step that you go to and say, you know what? This is what's going to tell us if he's the guy going forward or not. Oh, good call.
1: That's a really good call. I've jumped in the in the. Ten seconds since you asked that question, yeah. I've jumped about four different ways, just <laughs> okay. to let you know. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I've gone to touchdowns, interceptions, to fumbles. Has he fixed the fumble thing? But I think I'm gonna. Key lo- rating. You could go to. You could go to a lot of things. I'm gonna go here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call accuracy.
3: Mm.
1: And they can break it down however they want, mm-hmm. but I think the the su- to succeed in the offense of Jay Gruden, mm-hmm. accuracy is going to be paramount because mm-hmm. he's gonna want to get rid of that football. I also think you can't fool the NFL a couple years in a row with accuracy. So if his numbers add up mm-hmm. this year, from a percentage standpoint, again, and if you can deep dive in the numbers, and those look pretty good, yeah, I think there's a future for this guy. Uh, I, I would say accuracy. Accuracy. I don't know what what I don't know is I don't know what the barometer of that is. I can't sit here and tell you. Well, if he throws, a, if he gets sixty four percent of his passes, well, then this guy's are. I don't yeah. know what that is. Those well, guys sure, know that sure, more than sure. me.
3: Yeah.
1: But, that's but to the person me, you're going that to. would be something that's you said after wins. Wins and losses well, are critical.
2: Honestly, I, to me, I think we can both agree. If he wins eight nine games, was the Garden Mitchell's the guy going forward. Yeah. If he only wins one or two games, uh, probably not. That. Listen, and I do think I went my first
1: my first inclination was go touchdown interception ratio, touchdown sure. turnover that's ratio. That's sure what I think would go, and I think that's fair. Yeah.
2: But that's proven to us before with Blake Bortles, where sometimes, you
1: 35 know. 35 and 7. But yeah. we always knew that the turnovers were high. True. Uh, but does, if, if Gardner Minshew throws 18 touchdowns in four picks, mm-hmm. you say, wow, that's a great ratio. Mm-hmm. But are you excited about 18 touchdowns? Probably not. So yeah. that's why you got to be careful with touchdown interception yeah. ratio, in my yeah. opinion. Well, like Tyrod Taylor might throw three interceptions all season. Mm hmm. But he might only throw 15 touchdowns. He Whoa. doesn't take a lot of chances. At least, hadn't had a history of doing that.
2: And and to prove your point as well, you can you can kind of skew those touchdown numbers once again if it's garbage time things like that. But what you can't skew is completion percentage. What what you can't skew is the accuracy. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, accuracy that starts from the first play of the game to the last play of the game. So I agree with you. There. Yeah. And I you know me, I think his biggest growth area is that middle of the field.
1: Correct. So will that come with Gruden? Will that come with Tyler Eifert and Josh Oliver's health? Will that come with Minshew just evolving as a quarterback? And in the NFL, mm-hmm. I think, to me, but I don't know if that says I got a franchise quarterback you can throw in the middle of the field. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's as simplistic of that as yeah. that. I think accuracy. You can do a lot of things with an accurate quarterback, mm-hmm. even if he's deficient in some areas. For sure, in my opinion, yeah. that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I have to ask Caldwell that. <laughs>
2: that would be a <laughs> good question to ask him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might ask have to him, ask, yeah. ask him. Ask him. Really good question to ask. I wonder what they do look at. Yeah. If there was one. And you know what their answer is, right? There's not just one. Of course. I right? know. Well,
2: well, yeah, so you're probably going to get kind of a, the cliche answer, if you will.
1: Some fun men you talk. I, I invite you to go read that article in The Athletic. It was interesting. Again, if you like numbers, it's interesting. The one other thing I'll say, even when he's ranked 24th or 25th in the NFL... Heck, over the last decade, the Jags would take a quarterback that's ranked 24th or 25th in his rookie year yeah. to see if it jumps up to 17 or 16 in his next year. Without a doubt. Remember, they've been down at the bottom of the barrel of those stats. Like, I'm talking 29, 30, 31 yeah. for the better half of the last decade. Yeah. Really, the better half of this century. When we come back, wear masks or no football. One lawmaker says that. Tell you what state. Hmm. And is he Right. Next on ESPN
0: 690? Yeah, I think it's one of those things. You know, you could draw everything up on paper. You know it by the book. Uh, but it's really getting in there and getting the reps, feeling the real timing of things, um, trying to make sure your footwork really matches up within the play, uh, seeing where, you know, actual spacing is versus on the page is definitely different. Uh, so just looking forward to getting those reps. And I think everybody else, uh, this offense that is, you know, pretty user friendly, I think everybody's. Uh, learning it pretty well, um, and excited to get get moving with it. Gardner, He's got the dog that? in the background, man. What? What? What?
2: <laughs> that was Gardner barking. By the way, the last one. Yeah. <laughs> It so, uh, wasn't his dog. It was somebody else. It was someone no, it was John Shipley.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I think he later claimed, claimed that on Twitter. Okay. John's a good guy. Oh yeah. But he must not. He, he must have thought he was on mute and didn't hit mute or oh, something because yeah. that's what you got to do in the team stuff. Yep. And the, the funny thing is, I'm on that conference call and I'm like hitting ground balls and pitching to the kids, <laughs> and so I'm always thinking, like, I wonder if they get if all they of a sudden they're going to start hearing a crack of the bat because oh, it's yeah. in my pocket and yeah. I hit the mute button or something. Sure, sure. And the funny thing is John's got the dogs <laughs> going. And it's like, I'm like, who, nobody's fixed that yet. Nobody can hear that that the dog's barking. I felt yeah, yeah. like the moderator
3: can mute it though. Have you had a situation happen? Like I've had that happen once with like a Zoom meeting here. Like someone said something and I was like, Oh! Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, does that bore you? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I, I mean, it's got to be
1: happening all over. I really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm sure there are videos out already of seeing stuff on Zoom Actually, and teams meetings. It's got to oh, be. Sure. You could put this, one heck of a blooper. <laughs> over like you're now, probably you. do America's funniest home videos off the pandemic just from that. This morning.
3: That. This is another stupid Zoom meeting. This morning. Uh I hopped on the Zoom call with Nick and some of the higher-ups and I just pressed the button and it was kind of like in that loading screen, you know? And uh we had a a full bottle of Captain just sitting on the table. I'm like, "Oh, that shouldn't be there. I should put that in the liquor cabinet." So I picked it up and as I had it in my hand it joined. <laughs> and joined <laughs> and our president's like, "Huh. A little too early for that stuff, <laughs> and don't you think? Nothing
2: says established like some Captain Morgan at" <laughs> In the morning <laughs> <laughs> on a awesome. I was that's like, awesome. it's not
3: open if that helps.
2: That's so that's fantastic. That's oh, good man. stuff.
1: You know, it is funny. Like, we do – because I do TV from the house most nights, and so we have this – we call it a live view, this little box thing that allows you to go live. It's unbelievable. I think it's the second best invention of the iPhone. But uh, it changed our business. Sure, And – so i can i can go live from like our back room in our house and but once you plug the camera into it the editors here at the station actually have the ability to turn it on huh. and go live so like i'll wait until a few minutes before and then i'll kind of connect it yeah. there's a button to push to connect it well sometimes they can take it they can do it they once they see that it's activated yeah. they do it well I so I'm always thinking twice. Like I don't want to. I want to wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure. Like I'll unplug that thing For sure. just in case. Like I'm changing my shirt, yep. doing whatever. You know. Yeah.
2: Well, well, l- videos listen. forever. Well, listen, and I, I told story a couple times. I feel like a prisoner in my own house because listen, I pay rent. I Pay my taxes like an American, and when you do that, you can walk around your house naked. And my wife, for a couple times now, has been doing her classes online with her med school stuff, where her, you know, 20 kids on the class in the Zoom, and here I come walking in, and all of a sudden I peek around the corner, I'm like, "Yep, back to the room I go," because I forgot that she's going to class. So I have to mind myself and kind of adjust who I am as a person just to make sure that no <laughs> one catches, you know, a, a glimpse of my uh, cash and prizes. <laughs> caught that is that
1: okay is they to be mad at that one i think we're every all right every time somebody <laughs> brings up like walking around their house naked i always think of the folks at it like that live in atlantic beach country club area okay and this is why i think <laughs> Where of, <is> this going <laughs> no this is not a great golf course love the golf course but this is why i think of it seriously okay like if you live if you've been over there have you ever been over there yeah. you've been you've been around i've
3: Gosh, Listen, you get, you guys aren't Nicole's help me embarrassed on. to golf with me most of the time, so I got to go to courses. Okay, yeah, so and
1: it's me. So, no, I haven't been there. So, at Atlanta Beach Country Club, again, nice course right on the beach, and they redid the whole thing and they added homes there, beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. But some of the homes and a lot of like, I'm talking right on the golf course, like big like, windows, we're saying a lot of windows a lot of glass like on, of natu- natu- like on the t- like seriously you cannot walk around your sunlight. house you cannot walk around your house naked forget yet. it then forget it no nope. like you can't i'm out i'm out bro and and so nope. but i i think of it all the time because i'm like you know somebody has <laughs> and somebody's sitting there on the first t or
2: fourth t or whatever yeah. and
1: <laughs> there's there whoever are.
2: all right I'm, I'm going to tell this story right now because I think we're in a safe spot. Oh, no. It's going to be a real quick story, but this is this is a, a safe tree right here, right, Brent? where we're safe. Absolutely, we're talking. There's nobody listening. No one's listening right now. Fulham this has spot. hung up. All right, <laughs> exactly. All right then. No, Okay, so uh, <laughs> when I was training with the Kansas City Chiefs, right, staying in Tampa Bay, um, training at I forget what the play, I think it's called Athletic Edge, um, you know, with, with a pretty prominent um, trainer in terms of football and professional sports, athletes like that. Just so happened that the place that I was staying at ended up having bed bugs. so I had to move out of there. Got my refund or anything like that. Had no place to stay. The the trainer, the head trainer at this place, let me stay at his humble abode, let's say, because he had two of them, right? Because he he's doing okay. Anytime you got a your own gym in Bradenton, teaching professional athletes, you make some good money. So I was staying at his own, you know, his his other other place, let's just say, and. Needless to say, I made myself at home. You know, like I made myself like this is where I am conducting business now. I go train, I come back, I eat dinner, I watch movies, I hang out. Well, if I am by myself, why not? You know, I, I don't say I was naked, but I, I was I wasn't really clothed. Let's just say, okay. <laughs> now this isn't my house; this is the the trainer's house. But I felt like, well, this is now my house for a little bit. You're the only one occupied. Hey, occupying they said make yourself at home. It. Yeah, so I am there for about a month, right? And you better believe I made myself at home, okay. Spared no expense. Turn the key over to the guy. You know, wish him, hey man, thanks a lot for everything you've done for me. Good luck in Kansas City, yada yada. Good luck with your career. Come to find out, he's like, hey man, yeah, so did you have fun? I'm like, yeah, your house is really nice. I appreciate you letting me have it. He's like, yeah, I bet you had some fun. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? He's like, well, you know, I have cameras in my house, right? (laughs) And I was like, oh, do you now? And 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 I just go, did you see anything? He's like, ah, no, I didn't see anything. I'm like, okay, good. Now, in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm sure this guy caught me, like, walking around, prancing around, <laughs> you know, what's again Dancing to his song. With, with, with my cash and prizes out, just because I thought it was my house. I thought I had it under control. Needless to say, he's got cameras everywhere. So my anybody out there staying, like, in a Airbnb, I don't want to scare anybody, but I'm just saying security cameras are our thing in those houses. Yo,
1: watch out. Watch out. You know? Watch out. I've actually thought about that, like in our own home. Like, <laughs> seriously, like I don't know if I want to see uh, down the road, like what the kids are doing and what they're not doing. Oh, right. Sometimes oh, ignorance is bliss. My brother's man. got in you trouble. I mean? My because parents had got-
3: that ring light. They went like right before Corona. They had gone to uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, <sighs> yeah. for the weekend. My dad's ring lights. Bing bing bing, and
2: just oh. these guys walking in with did, did I, I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, wait, wait. I don't know if I want to see everything. I don't want to see it. I, I'm ignorance is bliss. That's all I'm gonna say. And we always say, like, you know, kids these days, we got it easy. You got these apps, and you got Uber, and, and all this stuff. But listen, man, kids can have it hard too. Because like back when we're in high school. All right, so maybe you, you break curfew by 30 minutes, mom's sleeping, you quietly get in the house, you're good to go. Well, now we got rings, man. Now we got all these you know techno- technological things where it's like if you're late, they're going to know about it, and you're screwed.
1: I forget what I teased coming up, which is normal for the show. But I did do this today. <laughs> LeBron <Okay>. James. <laughs> yeah. LeBron James, you tweeted it out, and it kept me thinking. Yeah. It was like yeah. – did anybody not think LeBron James and the Lakers had a chance at number one? I can't remember that long ago before the NBA season, which would have been like October of two thousand and nineteen, yeah, but where the Lakers were in the mix yeah. right when when yeah.
3: when you had Anthony Davis, everyone kind of expected I think if you didn't get at least top two,
2: people were going to be like, yo, what happened listen this is it's the Tom Brady effect through and through It's when athletes got to take these fabrications. And try to motivate themselves for whatever reason. I mean, you're, you're LeBron James. Last time I checked, you're going to be in Space Jam, too. You know why? Because you're probably the best player in the world. You mean to tell me that you need extra motivation and be like, well, you don't want to believe in us. You don't want to see us make it. Come on, man. But, you know, in his mind, it's all about that extra added motivation. So I see it. I, I just clicked on, uh like, the 30 most played
1: out sports cliches. Yeah. Uh, here Uh Here they are. Real quick, we have the utmost respect for them. He's the first sure. one in the building and the last one out. These fans are rocking. You could hear a pin drop in here. Uh-huh. Nothing comes easy in this league. They have unbelievable <laughs> chemistry. The coaches in front office rave about him. Mm-hmm. He brought his A game today. He does. I think like I feel like Tiger Woods made that pop. Can I? Yeah. The can A-ger I? Thing, right.
3: Can I add one that'll play for that'll a play. golf? That'll I play. hear that that'll every play. time that'll I play. hit that'll the play. ball
1: horribly. That'll play. <laughs> he does all the little things. Uh, He's just a natural-born leader. It's do or die right here. This guy's absolutely unstoppable. The dude is a physical freak. That's really a cliche. They won't be denied today. He overcame a ton of adversity. On paper, they're the team to beat. His (laughs) mind's just not in it. It's all about winning for me. This game is all mental. I just want to thank God. That's a cliche now. Defense Defense wins championships. Well, that certainly is. He took that one for the team. They have all the right pieces. They really put forth a great effort. You know what they say. It's a game of inches.
2: Two things I didn't hear. Stop the run, run the football, you win football <laughs> games. But no, seriously, the, the biggest cliche in terms of football, I can't wait to compete. Every single athlete out of the combine, can't wait to compete, can't wait to compete. Well, I hope so, sir. Can you imagine, though, if we couldn't use any of that stuff, how would we talk?
1: I mean, seriously, yeah. you talk like you use those things. Yeah. No, I, for sure. I always say this about, like, cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah, because they're most of the time true. Yeah, like about kids, everything your parents and grandparents said about kids and and having
2: a kid, well, they're cliche for a reason because they actually pan out. So real quick, cliche that we always forget about. We're going to talk about on the show, Billy Donovan. Real quick. No, we'll do. Coach, Okay, we'll do tomorrow. Okay, do it tomorrow? okay I, I thought we teased. Okay, we're good. We're good. We'll do it tomorrow. I sc- Tease so many things and I don't talk about. That's all right. Let's talk
1: some more soccer. Real quick. We got quick more then.
2: listeners from across the pond than we've ever had.
1: It was right as rain. It was a wind right
2: rain. Congratulations, dear Fulham Football Club.
1: Right as rain. We will talk a little Billy Donovan tomorrow. We'll also have Max Kellerman on the show. It's tomorrow. I'll see you on TV tonight, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.